Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian Shooter Moneymaker Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I don't know what either of those things mean. Uh, well, because we're going to play poker tonight, I use Moneymaker. And, oh, okay. And Shooter. Like you know Shooter what, McGavin? Or I mean, not are we really, going that but kind of. I mean, like the nickname Shooter is just actually kind of a cool nickname, so I figured I would give you a cool nickname today. All right. In that case, since we are playing poker tonight, uh, can I give you the nickname Fish? Uh, <laughs> wow, you're such a dick. So yeah, there I you know. go. I know. I take my poker very seriously. We have a new setup going on right now in the in the same office that we were in before, but now there's a new setup. So Adrian is feeling himself out in moving around the studio and and all kinds of stuff. Well, I I keep one hand free to feel myself out, but you know, <laughs> um, it, it is nice to have that uh, that option right now. But yeah, I I actually uh, um. Redid the studio completely, so now I'm actually at my normal desk, surrounded by monitors, multiple computers, and levers and buttons and knobs. And switches and levers and buttons and, and knobs. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of digging it. I, I like this. I'm holding the mic right now like I'm, you know, I don't know, like I'm Robert Plant or something. <laughs> what a whole lot of love! <laughs> um But, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's kind of cool. I like, I like the new setup because... When we were when we started doing the show here, I had I had internet access, but because I was recording the show on the same monitor that was in front of me, I really couldn't look anything up during the show. Yeah. Now I've got like my whole setup. I've got everything in front of me. My whole, you know. Well, and this is where you normally do stuff anyway. So yeah. It's not like a separate area. So yeah, this is like the bridge this. of the enterprise for yes. me. Yes. Oh know? yeah. So well, I, I'm I'm real happy to, it's a very to be dusty there. Bridge is actually it's it not is. that bad. You're at, your ass. I talked to the dust the other day and it talked back. <laughs> well, it's sentient. <laughs> it's become its own life form. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, before we go anywhere, let me go ahead and thank our two new subscribers this week. Uh, they both were cu- curbside switcheroo level. Uh, Wade Orly, um, yeah, Orly and Blaze Spicer. Thank you very much for your patronage. Um, you will be getting the second hour, um, which will be a very good and very interesting second hour this week. Um, oh, don't, a mind, don't let them kid you. It's going to be shit. A mind-altering experience. <laughs> you guys have no I'm... idea what you're paying for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no refunds. <laughs> no takes No takes no backs. Take backs. <laughs> no takes back. No take backs. Um, so thank you guys very much. And thank you for all of the patrons that are sticking with us. Um, we, we're not really losing anybody, so that's really cool. Uh, so we really appreciate all you guys sticking around. If you would like to be a uh, subscriber, you can go to or a patron. Go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com slash unattended baggage. And don't listen to Adrian when he tells you not to go there. You should go there. No, you see what? No, hang on. My psychology was perfect. Okay, because last week... I forbid, I forbade, I should say, people from oh, forbade. That's even better. For, from signing up 
and, and then, then becoming members, and we get two new members. And these two you see what I'm members. saying? I know how our listeners think. Yeah, yeah. They're I like, you. fuck you, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I love you guys. <laughs> yes, there you go. Well, Adrian, the first thing I wanted to bring up today was we, we, had, a, we had a little bit of a conversation on the phone, and in the conversation on the phone, you were kind of mentioning a industry and I wanted to kind of go through this again. So can you ex- explain what's going on in the new black market marketplace, at least until Monday? <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you. Well, as uh, as many of you know, my, my wife is a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. And uh, theoretically, hypothetically, uh, not in reality, but in, in, for, the, for this radio bit, uh, she has been violating the stay-at-home order by uh, doing... Uh, hair both in our house and going out to clients. And again, this is a radio bit. This is not real life. So yeah. fuck you, Gualtieri. Stay away. Um, the sheriff, by yes. the way. Um, and uh, so anyway, what was happening is because word was starting to get around town that uh, she was uh, doing you know, hair on the download. Uh, next thing you know, she starts getting pe- new people wanting to you know come do their hair so you know Susie was telling Jane and Jane was telling uh you know Donna and so on and so forth um and uh (laughs) what ended up happening was she was getting to be like okay you know her clients suggesting people like okay that's your sister all right well I'm cool with that but then people started you know uh recommending acquaintances and one guy was actually (laughs) the guy was really trying to be helpful and like making a lot of um you know, basically, you know, putting her name out there everywhere. So she's getting these calls from people that she has no idea who they are that are uh, uh, just to happen to meet this guy who was giving out her cards. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know you. I really no one can really vouch for you. No, you're dealing. <laughs> right. So literally it was it became such a black market thing that it was much like, you know, an old school drug transaction where it's like, Hey man, you got any weed? Well, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you are. You know who, who the hell? Where'd you get my number? <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it was prank that call, sort of prank thing. call. Yeah, exactly. Or it was, you know, it's hey, can you get my sister in too? Yeah, you know, or or um, is it okay if I bring my husband? Yeah, you know that it was. It, it's been that sort of thing. Um, and it's funny how quickly a black market happens, and it goes to show you why. Um. Drugs are still everywhere because that's what happens when you have things that people want or need services or goods or products that people want or need. They are always going to find a way to do it. And when you make it illegal, um, you know, it just it it doesn't change anything except how those goods and services are distributed. Yeah, that's really all it does. It just pushes it underground. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing, too. Does that really make it any safer? Well, I'm pretty sure everything uh, that my wife has done, hypothetically, theoretically, um, you know, during the lockdown is far safer than anyone touching a handle on a shopping cart in Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no, but, but what I'm saying is, though, is that their rule is not making things any safer. You're going to if you do if you continue down the road that you're continuing down right now, by the way, just I don't want to do a show check, but I know I see it. You know, what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. So if you're you, talking about that. Yeah, right? yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you look at if you go down the road that they're going down and you're making it illegal. And you it's not safer for the hairdresser because she, now she has to go into homes. Right. It's not safer for the people because then, you know, you got other people coming into the houses. 
where if you simply were to say, please uh, execute social distancing rules when you open up your hair salon and you do your hair salon, because people are already concerned, that would have happened regardless because people would not have gone into places that they didn't feel safe in. Right, exactly. And the people who didn't feel safe would stay home naturally. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, all of this could have been avoided. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, without question. And in most of the countries that did it that way, um, they had, you know, good outcomes. Yeah. So, you know, it just it's really just the nature of the beast. You're not going to. First of all, there's nothing you can do to prevent the spread of a virus. You know, uh, four billion years of evolutions have taught viruses how to spread. It's what they do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, the the lockdown was at best, um, you know, lipstick on a pig. Yep. No, no. But the lockdown initially had a specific purpose. And that specific purpose was to not overwhelm the healthcare system. Oh, yeah. How'd that turn out? But it turned out great because it didn't yeah. overwhelm it. Well, it didn't even come close. Yeah, that's yeah. It didn't come close at all. Right. Here's the thing: it furloughed people in the healthcare system. As a matter of fact, hospitals most of the time are operating between ninety percent and one hundred and ten percent of capacity. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty common for for them to do that, especially in in urban areas. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're operating at about thirty percent of capacity. Yeah. And nurses are getting laid off. Yeah. You know, so it's just (laughs) it worked too well. And all those field hospitals that the army set up and all those hospital ships, they didn't see anybody. Yeah. You know, most of most of the temporary hospitals that were set up didn't see a single patient. Yeah. Yeah. There are and there are a bunch of people that actually were laid off were furloughed that worked in the medical industry. Oh, tons. A lot of people. Tons. But hold on. We're getting a little bit more We're off that. track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the hairdresser thing. So, but this week, another hairdresser, the one in Texas that opened up and basically ripped up her cease and desist statement. Love that woman. Went in front of a judge and got seven days in jail. Now, the reason that she got the, the seven days in jail was she wouldn't apologize. And this judge, you want to talk about an authoritarian psychopath oh, yeah. on the bench? This judge is absolutely Eric Moyer or whatever your stupid authoritarian psychopath name is. Honestly, that dude should be in jail. But irregardless, she, he basically was like, if you simply apologize, say you were wrong and say you'll never do it again, we won't throw you in jail. And that woman, God bless her, said, nope, not going to do right. it. I got to feed my family because he called her selfish. And this is the this is the whole mantra that goes down with these people. That right. Are, the pro people is you're selfish if you want to go out. Right. Exactly. You know, because yeah. like it's it's just amazing how. Again, the, the the anti-capitalists, the anti-freedom people are coming out of the woodwork and they are saying the quiet thing out loud right now and they're doing it like they have. They're, they're unashamed in what they're doing right now. Yeah. And it's amazing to watch. And this woman, God, God bless her, she stood up to him and like, I'll do the seven days in jail. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely, which was awesome. But you're you're right. And another thing is, is I don't know the law, how the laws are in Texas, but I think it's a lot like what happened in Florida where, uh, you know, the guy with the card shop got arrested and they dropped the charges. I think the reason that he went that route is contempt of court was about the only thing that he would be able to jail her on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Because yeah. I don't think technically she broke any law. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, she may have broken a, an executive order that the governor gave or something that her, you know, town council gave, but 
it's not necessarily a law, a statute, something that can be defined as a misdemeanor or a, a felony. Yeah. And so I think that he took it down that path just so that he could find a way to throw her in jail. And by forcing her to basically abandon her principles in front of the court and then saying you're in contempt when you don't, that's that's how he did it. But yeah, you're right. What that just it's a disgusting human being that judge is. Yeah. You know. And speaking of disgusting human beings, by the way, I wanted to bring this part of it up as well, is that this is the one you put up about the two women that violated the emergency management plan because the police had a sting operation going on. Right, right, right. This Well, this goes to the thing I yeah. was talking about with the, the underground hairdressers. Mm-hmm. So, so these two women, one's a hairdresser, one's a, a nail tech were doing the same thing. They were they were offering to come to your house and they put it out on social media. And that, that was their flaw. You know, they got a little too wild with it. But the police, and again, another Texas town, was this Laredo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Laredo, Texas. I don't know. What the hell happened to Texas, man? There's some blue areas in Texas now that are really bad. Well, I don't care red, blue. I mean, I'm just saying. That's the only difference between red and blue is which rights they like to stomp on. Well, you know, in um, this one, they want to stomp on those rights. Yeah, apparently so. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the thing is, is so they put it out there on social media. And so an undercover cop calls them up to set up an appointment. And when they showed up, they slapped the cuffs on them. Yeah. Hold on though. But the reason, but the reason though, that they found them was because they got complaints from the general public. Oh, I know. I so know. like it was, it, it was an anonymous you tip. Fucking they, Karen's out there. Oh man. yeah. The anonymous tip got them to actually do this, to go and arrest them. Here's the next thing. And again, this kind of lends itself a little bit to this. Anybody that makes an anonymous tip, some of these anonymous tips are not anonymous. Where we, that you can right. do a public records request and find out the names of the people that are the snitches. Oh sure, yeah, they've done that in a couple of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they do more of that, and I hope that they identify who the people that are going to snitch are and expose those people. Yeah, like what they call it doxing, right? Yeah, doxing. Okay, I hope that all of those people get doxed every stinking one of them and that for from now until the end of time that they are labeled as a fucking snitch, snitch yeah and that people don't do business with them like yeah i think that i think if you're gonna call the cops on your fellow man because you're trying to survive in this pandemic yeah you are worse than the people that called in the jews and the nazis oh come on now it's close. Uh, no <laughs> okay you're not worse than the people who called the jews on the nazis okay you're in the you same know. league okay maybe 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 you're playing triple yeah, a ball in that league yeah that's maybe no. you're playing triple a ball in that league but you're no, still bad though no there's there's i don't think there's much of a moral equivalency that person could get killed and put in a hole uh yeah it got a little different than getting packed onto a train and head into a gas chamber well not yet well, not yeah, yet. Give yeah. government a little bit more time. Yeah, if I got to tell you, my hatred of government right now is about as high as it's ever been, by the way. Really? I think I hate government now more than I've ever hated government before. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah, I'm really, really angry with government. I like, you know what it is? I see, like I was driving down here. Right. And I'm looking at full traffic there. Like I went, cause I went down Alter 19 today and there are, there's a, like a boat ramp area. There is a line backed up of boats getting ready to go out in the water. Oh, yeah. There are people out and about all over the place wearing bathing suits, doing all kinds of stuff. But if you listen to the news, they want you to make they want to make you think that everybody is completely scared and that everybody should be holed up in their homes. And that if you think about even going outside, you're a bad person. 
and that the government is the is that ones. what the media is saying really i mean basically because huh. I, I don't listen to the media well i know you all. don't but i'm saying is that if you listen to any of these stories that they are they are trying to get you to stay home as much as possible and to not go outside like they're they just and it's maybe it's not just the government but it's the government and the mainstream media these it's these two these two groups working in tandem that i just really hate right now oh yeah yeah and it's uh it's amazing how far they will go uh if anyone apparently has a legitimate um you know, counter uh, theory to them, you know. Uh, so you, uh, we were talking before about this pandemic video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have not seen it, right? No, I have not. Okay. Well, what I saw was an interview with a uh, PhD who has uh, worked with uh, Fauci and, and um, you know, she's a virologist and she seemed like a fairly rational, learned individual and, uh, you know, she was basically debunking a lot of things that are the official line. OK, uh, and I'm not going to go into, um, you know, whether I think it's true or accurate or not or anything like that. Um, but I will say that it was a well-produced video with someone who seemed that uh, uh, seemed to be reasonable, rational and qualified to say really? the things they, they would say. Yeah. And. and um, so, and again, I don't know, right, wrong. I'm, I'm not making any judgment on that. What I am going to make a judgment on is how this video, the pandemic video has been attacked mercilessly. Um, it has been taken down off of YouTube and Facebook multiple times. Every time it, it gets up and gets, you know, a couple hundred thousand views, it's taken down. And it's, you know, basically it's it's like whack-a-mole right now because it keeps popping back up. People put it on their feeds. It gets taken down. Same with Facebook. It gets taken down. And it's been taken down. And they're not even, like, acting like it's some, you know, a lot of times you hear that and you think, oh, yeah, they took it down for one reason. But, you know, it's just – but, no, it's, it's literally Facebook and uh, YouTube are saying, we will take this video down every time it pops up. Wow. And it's worse than that. You've got the mainstream media coming out and saying, you know, we have to stop this video. Like here's this is a headline from Forbes, quote, dangerous pandemic conspiracy video is spreading. How can it be stopped? That's the headline. And let me just read the first couple of paragraphs here. <clears throat> Dangerous conspiracy video pandemic continues to spread despite the efforts of platforms such as Facebook and YouTube to stop it. The video, which features known anti-vaxxer Judy Mikovits, don't know exactly how to pronounce her name. Uh, I think you had that right. I, I might have. Uh, started spreading on social media on May 4th. Since then, platforms including Facebook and YouTube have been struggling to remove the film as it racked up millions of views. One video received over a million views on YouTube before being removed, according to MIT Technology Review. Another Facebook video shared by someone claiming to be one of the people behind the film was seen 1.7 million times and shared 140,000 times as of yesterday, CNBC said. So what they're saying is we have to stop this information from getting out there. This is the media. 
the 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 news media and there's a, a bunch of other stories on other sites uh, other other media outlets that say essentially the same thing we have to stop this video and uh regardless whether this video is right whether this is wrong whether the the whole you know whatever i i'm not making any judgment on the content of the video what i'm saying is when you have the media which is supposed to be the the first and foremost, the defenders of the First Amendment saying we have to go out and destroy this piece of journalism, this news, this information. We have to prevent people from being able to access this information. The There's a real problem with the entire system. And there's a real problem when the media with the media when that's what they're doing and that's what they're promoting. And you have, you know, the the major news services saying we have to destroy this video. We have to stop it. We have to prevent it. How can it be stopped? A literal headline saying, how can we stop this? Now, what? Well, hold on a second real quick. Hold hmm. on real quick. So in the article that you wrote, because I haven't seen the video yet. Okay. So it says here, Plandemic is extremely dangerous because it claim it's it's its claims go against the advice of medical experts. Right. For example, so they give an example. Finally, they give something that's a an example. It suggests that human immune systems can be harmed through staying inside, and masks can make people sicker. Aren't again? I didn't watch the video, and I'm no medical expert, but I think that if human immune systems can be harmed through staying inside. Right. What that really mean? what, what, like, I think that's true though. Like if you're well, not can, exposed yeah. to, if you're not expo- like, you're not going to build up an immunity to something if you're not exposed to something. That's correct. Yeah. So I think that's probably what the video was trying to say. Right. So I don't think like, and, and mass can make people sicker. There's actually some, some studies that show that like you can be made sicker with the mask though. Right. I, again, I don't know whether the information that they're putting out is correct, but it it seems logical to me. I mean, if you think about it, all of the symptoms we have from most uh, viruses are our body's reaction to the viruses, and it's our defense mechanisms. Like, for an example, a, a cough or a sneeze is your body's way of trying to expel foreign invaders yeah. right you're trying to get stuff out of your lungs you're trying to get stuff out of your 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 you know nasal passages your sinuses things like that and if there's a virus in there it stands to reason that when you sneeze or cough that you're ejecting at least some of that virus now the key with any virus it's a numbers game so if you can get rid of more um, you know individual virus cells uh, then faster than they can reproduce then you're going to win. Your body's going to win. Okay? That's that's really how the battle goes, essentially. So, again, I'm not a virologist, but it stands to reason that if you're coughing and that cough is expelling virus cells out into the atmosphere, you're getting them out of your body. That's less virus cells to reproduce. That's less virus cells to attach to healthy cells and do damage and things like yeah. that. So, um, it, it, it's just logical that wearing a mask would potentially put those on the inside of the mask where you're just going to breathe them back in. Yeah. Instead of just getting them out and away from you. Yeah. 
Um, it's the same, you know, that's why you cough. That's why you sneeze. That's when why you have a fav- fever it raises your body temperature to attempt to kill off the virus, but also to sweat. It's another way to extract things from your body. And that's your body trying to get, you know, bad stuff out of you. So it stands to reason that wearing a mask could have negative benefits. But by the same token, it's also going to prevent the spread of the virus because you, the infected person, is keeping it in your own face. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. Both things can be true. A mask can potentially make you sicker, and it can also prevent the spread of a virus. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But but to, but to see the media go full on, like, after this video, though, yeah. does seem very... Again, I haven't watched the video... Well, and I wasn't even planning on watching the video, but now that I've seen the media attention to it, I may watch it. Now I may watch it. Well, the thing is, is is there's no doubt she worked for Fauci. There's no doubt that she was at one time one of the you know most heralded you know I, I don't want to say most heralded, but a respected virologist. Okay, she worked in high places on big things and you know that sort of thing. So she does have the background to make her quote unquote an expert. Yeah. And like we're supposed to listen to the experts so that it, it is weird how much the the media is attacked. And I watching the video, I don't even think she said anything that was all that controversial. But the interesting thing is, is the media is not there out there saying, well, we we have to take down all the the flat earth videos on YouTube. Yeah. You know, the the media is not out there saying, well, we have to, you know, take out a, the moon landing was a hoax videos. You know, they're not doing that. Yeah. But they're going after this one. Yeah. You know, and it and it makes, you know, all my my antennas go up when shit like this happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So your statey sense. Yeah. Your statey sense. My statey sense. I kind of like that. Statey sense. Yeah. Oh, the statey sense tingling. (laughs) Oh, oh. But yeah, it's just there's there's something not right here. And again, I'm not even saying that I buy 100 percent of this video. It seems legit to me, but I don't know. You know, who knows? Well, the, the other thing that it seems like that they're trying to um, lay out for people right now is this whole new normal thing. Right. Like this. God, whole, I hate that term. Uh, you know what, man? Like. Th- First of all, it's fuck you. You don't get to tell me what normal is going to be like. And it's, this is a full on press about this. You know, like if you listen to this, there, this was a celebrities and scientists, including Madonna, De Niro, and a clutch of Nobel prize winners have called for a radical change in the world rather than a return to normal after the coronavirus lockdowns. Like they are a radical transformation of economies to help save the planet. Well, that's, that's happening. Yeah. We believe it is unthinkable to go back to normal, said in the letter, which also signed Nobel laureates for medicine, chemistry and physics, as well as Peace Prize winner Mohammed Yunus. They said that the pandemic was a or the pandemic, <laughs> the pandemic yeah. was a strategy. I, I, I like that term. Yeah. yeah. But it was a chance for humanity to exam to examine what is essential. Adjustments are not enough. The problem is systematic. The letter added like this is a group of people. I guess it's 200 signatories. This is a group of people that are really trying to take advantage of a crisis. Now, again, I'm not going to say it was planned or not planned or whatever, but these people are really full on trying to take advantage of a crisis to eliminate capitalism and to eliminate your freedom to associate with who you want to associate with. Like they're look and, and to really bring 1984 to the forefront you know what I mean? Because they're like customer logs will be kept under new normal amid normal crisis in New Orleans. Like they are trying to bring in wait, all wait, these. Wait. What's that? Customer, customer logs customer will be logs. kept under new normal amid coronavirus and New Orleans, Cantrell says. 
which New Orleans business owners will need to keep records of who enters their establishments when the city begins easing restrictions put into place to show the spread of coronavirus. Oh, fuck you. Like, this, listen. How are you going to do that? Um, okay, the requirement which Cantrell announced during a conference call with state officials is aimed at making it easier for health officials to track down residents who may have come into contact with people later found to be infected with COVID-19. Here's the thing. Replace COVID-19 with the flu and tell me if you would actually be okay with this because that's really what it is. Well, I, I, I'm not okay with any of it. I, I don't care if it's the black fucking death. I'm not okay the with this. The black death. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. Oh, okay, it's not clear how the city would enforce the rules or even if the information will be collected in a uniform way. New Orleans approach is outlined in the city's website Tuesday instead directs businesses to create their own method of tracking employees and patrons. Like this is what they're all going to try to institute with this new normal thing. When you hear somebody say the new normal or say we're not going back to normal, realize that they're they are trying to take advantage of a crisis. As a matter of fact, oh, yeah. I do think that these people at this point should be brought up on charges and should be thrown in jail. And you know what? Throw them in jail. This is this is bullshit. This is this is a this is the, the opposite of human freedom. And these are people yep. that are trying to trying to jail and imprison an entire planet for lack of a better I can't believe I'm going down prison planet road, but um, <laughs> this is what these people are trying to do, though. Like in Newsom, we're not going back to normal, said Newsom, who gave Tuesday's press briefing from a site at a Sacramento business called Display California. It's a new normal with adaptations and modifications until we get to immunity and a vaccine. What if we don't ever get to an immunity and a vaccine, by the way? Who cares? Exactly. Nobody gives a shit. It's we it, don't have a, We don't have a know, vaccine for the flu. Right. Right. And basically, it's killed a bunch of old people. Yeah. And uh, slightly more than die each year from the flu anyway. Which here's the thing, too. I, I don't care. I I don't care. I don't care about this fucking virus at all anymore. I don't give a shit. Fuck you. It's nothing. It's no big deal. And I don't care about the old people who died. Yeah. And I don't care what you think about me for not caring about the old people that die. I did the numbers. OK, I uh -huh. did the numbers this week in Pinellas County. I went through every, this is my home county, so I got the data, and I went through every single COVID death in Pinellas County. Would you like to know what the average age of the people who died from COVID-19 in Pinellas County has been so far? How, what's the what's age? 80.5 years old. Do you know what the average UF, U.S. life expectancy is? What's that? 78.6 years old. So the average person dying from COVID-19 is two years older than the average U.S. life expectancy. These people were going to die anyway. In fact, the vast majority, I want to say it's like 90% of the people who died in Pinellas County, and this is in my county, um, died in nursing homes and hospice care. This is where people go to die anyway. Do you get it, folks? This is natural. This is happening anyway. And if they didn't die of COVID, they would have died some of something else anytime now. And we've destroyed the world. We've decimated our rights. And we've destroyed the economy over it. I mean, <laughs> still, you folks, you don't understand what's coming. I swear to God, even though it feels like right now, hey, restaurants are opening and you know, hair salons are opening and my my wife is jammed with appointments for the next couple of weeks. You don't know what's coming. 
<laughs> Most of you have no idea what the world is going to look like in six months, and it's going to be a hellish, hellish situation. And you did it for some people who outlived their life expectancy anyway. That's the bottom line. It's not to say it's not to say that the co- cor- coronavirus isn't real because it absolutely it is, is real. real. Yeah, it is totally real. It can totally kill people, and people should take precautions if you f- if you fit into one of the um, autoimmune groups where you're more susceptible to this, or if you're old, that you should stay Ma- it's, home. It's mainly old. Yeah, yeah. It's Ma- mainly old. Mainly old. The people who the younger people who have died from it, uh, are ha- for almost the majority of them, had underlying very superior severe health conditions yes 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 know. absolutely so for for just general purposes even even people who have normal immune deficiencies that have to take precautions anyway they might be getting sick and might might even have to be hospitalized but the mortality rate for them is still very low yeah but this full court press by the way to, to be like the new normal and this and this this is bullshit this is complete bullshit and people need to you need to resist this like it's the freaking play well everyone who is doing that has an agenda well maybe with the exception of people who say well maybe we should stop shaking hands well okay that's a custom that's not the end of the world but when you start talking about uh invasions of our rights and our privacy and uh you know uh changes to uh you know our our economic system and things like that um yeah that's that's when you know that it, those people talking about new normal definitely have an agenda yeah yeah absolutely have an agenda man this is this is there is not a clearer and again I, I the one thing i do appreciate right now is the fact that they are being so upfront with it that it is so obvious i hope it's obvious to everybody it's maybe not. it is maybe it's not no, no. but it just really is like it's and here's the thing. You want to talk about some of the effects. I know you're saying, hey, things are opening up and things and like that. But here's what we have going on right now. There are businesses that are already filing for bankruptcy all over the country. Sweet oh, yeah. Tomatoes is going to close permanently. Well, I can tell you that that will be one new normal. Buffets are gone. Buffets will never exist again. And that breaks my heart. Oh, you mean you think, I love you think Golden tomatoes. Corral? You think Golden, Golden Corral is gone? gone. Yeah, it'll, it, it won't exist again. Wow. Yeah. You think it's gone, huh? Yeah. Yeah, wow. there will no longer. I don't think buffets will survive. That's this. bullshit, though. I know. I, I mean, know. don't get me wrong. I don't really go to buffets anymore anyway. So, like, I didn't really go. And I never was into sweet tomatoes. Well, I loved sweet. What tomatoes. What about salad bars? Are salad bars gone, too? I, I think they're gone, too. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, <laughs> new normal. Um, uh, yeah, it's so it's so discouraging because only so few people actually get all of it. Two thirds of the American people are just like completely on board with whatever the government says at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this, though. It was very when I'm driving down here. Don't get me wrong. I was slightly annoyed with all the traffic, but I was actually happy at the same. I, I've never been happy about increased traffic. Right. Like I was today. Like part of me was like, oh, man, there's traffic. I'm like, oh, there's traffic. Like, oh, OK, nice. I'm like, oh, look at that line for those boats. Hey, look at that line for the like I, every time I said I said it twice, I'd be mad at first and then <laughs> right. realize that I was happy that I saw it. And then was like, oh, yeah, look at that. Exactly. You know, like this week when I was going around, there were people sitting in restaurants. Not many, though, not many, but there were people sitting in restaurants. And I was like, oh, ah, it's kind of nice seeing some people in a restaurant today. Oh, yeah. Just, don't get me wrong. And, and here's the OK, here's the thing. Let me say it this way. I like going into restaurants and establishments where there's not a lot of people in there, by the way. Like this really does feed like 
per, my personal preferences on things. If you want to go to 25% capacity, personally, I actually like the fact that there'll be three quarters less people in a restaurant for me to eat at. Well, so I, I'm into that. But here's the thing. In six months, that restaurant won't be there if they're at exactly. 25% capacity. I, but I don't want it done because they're forced to do it. Like, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying, though? Well, like, they'll be out of business if they yeah. continue doing it. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, restaurants don't operate on a big profit margin to begin with. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're definitely, uh, you know, taking it on the chin. Uh, in fact, I've been uh, going to uh, restaurants uh, a fair amount uh, recently uh, this week, you know. Went to one yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I went to a bar yesterday. Oh, yeah, you went to the bar. How did you go to a bar yesterday, by the way? Uh, it was a bar that I guess, I didn't think they served food, but I guess they, I think they actually started serving some kind of food just so they could reopen. And at first, Smart move. At, at first they were trying to do the distancing thing, and uh, you know, then it just got to the point where it was just, uh, screw it, <laughs> we're full. And they were literally packed. You know? Wow. And it was great. In fact, I actually had to sit at a table with another couple uh, because it was place was so full there were no tables open Jesus <laughs> and uh, hold on do they have an actual bar there uh, the bar was closed which was funny so they did close the bar though right that's one of the rules yeah yeah so the bar was closed but all the tables were open uh, you want to know something funny by the way so you huh. know Denny's has a bar counter area right those are closed too well yeah I, I don't know why but I think it's because of that. Well, again, all stupid. So let me just say it's stupid. But I think it's the six foot rule thing because the people would be right there in front of you. Well, just, you know, every third stool then. No, 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 no. The person serving you would be right in front of you. What happens when the server brings something to your table? Well, it doesn't make any sense, by the way. Don't ask me to try to. That's the thing. There's (laughs) it's all stupid. It's funny because so many of the rules that the politicians are making are dumb as shit. Yeah, and there's there's no scientific basis for them. It's it's just like completely arbitrary. It's all stupid. It's all stupid. Yeah, it really is. Oh, and as a matter of fact, did you hear this? Okay, hold on. I got to get to it because I put it on a. I actually put it on our page this morning on the unintended baggage show page that uh, it's the new bring on the Brando thing because in Pinellas, this is in Pinellas County, there was a person, Indian Shores police officer, drives over a man lying on the beach. So because Gutierrez, I guess, you know, made a proclamation and all the cities are going along with it that they're having all these extra people out on the beach to to enforce social distancing. They were they ran over a guy that was laying on the beach. Ran him over with the car. So deputies assigned to the major accident investigation team are investigating a traffic crash involving an Indian Shores police officer who drove over a man lying on the beach in Indian Shores. The crash occurred at about 5.30 p.m. on Friday, May 8th, 2020, south of the 193rd uh, Avenue Beach Access. So investigators say the 27-year-old officer, Natasha Hinman, uh, some woman driver, huh? Oh, (laughs) sorry, I just made a joke there. Um, was driving a fully marked 2018 Ford Explorer police cruiser. Why the hell are you driving a freaking Ford Explorer on the beach, by the way? Um, Officer Hinman drove west on 193rd Avenue into the into the beach in Indian Shores. According to the investigators, Officer Hinman turned southwest and had just started her beach patrol. As Officer Hinman drove along the sand at low speed, the left side tires of her cruiser drove over the hips of a 66-year-old William Karazi of Michigan who was lying in the sand. What? I I can't actually comment on this. Why not? 
Um, I have a conflict of interest and a contractual obliga- obligation not to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny. Like, <sighs> when you add so much more police presence to these places, it, this is what a problem is. This is this is what gives the problem. Like, Well, I, you know, I, I do find it funny that somehow magically the, the beach is more dangerous than Walmart. Yeah, you know right. Saying? Yeah. I, I being outdoors and, you know, with the wind blowing and you know stuff like that is somehow, uh, you know, less dangerous than literally 70,000 people a day typing in their pin on the keypad at, at Walmart. Yeah. And I don't know, if you, you know, I mean, seriously. Oh, no. And they put plastic over top of it, but they don't change the plastic right. out every time. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're wearing the glove. And you wear the glove all day. It's you're you're making things. People are just so friggin' stupid, you know. And that is why the beach gets closed and Walmart stays open. And I'm not saying that Walmart should have been closed. I'm saying none of it should have ever been closed. Yeah, that's the you thing. Know? None of it should have been closed because the things that you people are doing are just moronic. It, it it's 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 safety theater. It really yes. what it is. It's yes. safety this, theater. <laughs> this is the TSA everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's safety theater. And it's sad. And when you hear when you hear that 70 percent of the people are like, we should you know, we shouldn't close so fast. Like you bought into the lie that the media fed you over and over. And again, this is none of if you listen to the arguments, a lot of these people say they will make false arguments in order to keep this stuff going because they will say is, well, what do you want to do? Just open up willy nilly. Here's the thing. No company is really going to open up willy nilly, by the way. None of them are. They are going to even if. Even if the six foot thing and the social distancing thing is is not nearly as effective as what people are thinking that it, it can be like trying to mitigate some of the damage could be possibly helpful. But businesses will do that because the public will demand that in order to in order to go into those businesses. That's not what I'm seeing. Well, no, no, no. no. That's not what you're seeing in some places. In some places, they do want to have that happen. But don't like, go there. Exactly. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, yeah, like uh, when I went, as I've been going to restaurants and when I went to that bar, um, like I said, the, the bar was packed and the people there were happy to be in a packed bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the restaurants, they're doing their thing and only seating outside or 25 percent capacity. But people are like, really? You know, I, I can't sit there. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm seeing is, and I think it's, I think of a, th- a third of the people out there feel like that. And two thirds are like, yeah, we got to trust the government. And, the, and you know, a third of the people actually think for themselves or at least aren't afraid, you know. Yeah. in some, in some level of, or another. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, so some businesses would open quote unquote willy nilly, like you're saying, but you know, that's because the people demand it and the people aren't afraid and, and let the them people, do it. People are willing to take the risk, you, you know, and here's the thing, you know what I'm fine with the government doing? Is doing things that you can to protect those people that are the, the the vulnerable, the old people. If you want to do the things to protect like the old age homes and you want to increase like, you know, testing in those places or to, you know, to, to do something to be helpful in that arena. OK, whatever. You know what I'm OK with the government doing? Fucking abolishing itself. <laughs> so one thing I want government to do because I got no use for it. I, zero. None of it. I, there, there's literally nothing government does that I need in my life. Period. End of story. You know, and the the few services that you would think you would need government for, 
I'm pretty sure the private sector will step in and come up with a solution for me. You know, roads, I, I think, I think you know, um, I'm pretty sure companies can handle laying down flat concrete. <laughs> yeah, you know, really not rocket science here. So, um, and I, I think I'll go into this more into the second hour and not really as much in the first hour, but we did find a piece of land in the ungoverned area of Pasco County. Oh, did you buy it yet? Not yet, but we are, I have, I've gotten approvals that it's, uh, that it's doable. And so we found 6.8 acres. Oh, nice. In, in an ungoverned part of Pasco County. Well, you brought it up. You got to talk about it now. All right. Well, so we found it. It's, it's near like it's near County line road and the veteran expressway. Okay. It doesn't have a total road all the way to it yet. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Like, it's that much of an ungoverned area. Like, so they didn't even make a paved road to it yet. Okay, but it's accessible. It's accessible. Yeah, yeah. There's some accessibility to it. Water, sewer, electric. Yes. It has all three. It did at one point have a trailer or a, 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 an RV, what do you know, not an RV, a mobile home on it. Right. At one point, it did have a mobile home on it. Okay. I don't think that mobile home is there anymore, though. Right. But we are looking at it. It's been on the market for a long time anyway. It's been on the market for like 190 days or something like that. Oh, okay. Like, so right. it's, it, well, here's the thing. It was, it was, it was a higher price and now it's a lower price already. So, but I've talked to Danielle and Kelly and I think, and I, they're, they're actually kind of excited about it because what they do is they get like, <laughs> it's amazing what, it's amazing where we're at right now. They're happy because they'll be able to have goats, more chickens, and cows, oh, and that's more nice. plants. That's wonderful. So we, with this much acreage, with six point something acres, I think we will be able to have maybe five or six or seven cows, right? And just let them roam, you know, feed them, take care of them, and we have a lot more chickens. We're going to get so many more chickens now. Right. Like if we get this piece of property, the chicken count is going to go from like we have like. Like 15 chickens. Thank you for the eggs, by the way. Yeah, you had eggs tonight. Yeah, uh, eggs tonight. Alex brought me a dozen eggs. Yes. Uh, farm fresh. Yes. From Snickerfield Farms. <laughs> Is that what you're calling <laughs> that's what it? That's what the girls are calling it. <laughs> I like it. But we'd be able to go from like, you know, like how many chickens? So we got like 15 chickens right now to like, or 16 chickens to, I think they're going to go like to 50 or 60 chickens. Oh, Jesus. Like they're going to, they're going to up the chicken game. Crazy is what they're going to want to do. You know, you might actually start getting into the government regulation area if you get that many chickens maybe you know maybe or they can piss off yeah <laughs> they can piss right they can piss right off i will usda's i'm gonna be a black market black market chicken egg dealer actually you might get subsidies <laughs> <laughs> you might uh snickerfield farms uh, might be a, a subsidized farm oh, i'm telling you what i'm just so happy that like i'm and we talked i talked them into it i'm not even talk them into it but i talked about it and they are they're gonna be into it and uh Actually, another thing, I was going to save some of this for the second hour, but maybe we'll do some of it for the first hour. Yeah. But um, the girls... We're going to be high in the second hour, so we'll The girls be, are going know. to be... The girls have found a um, new location to open up the office for the cleaning business, too. Yes. Yeah. I saw that on social media. Congratulations yeah. to them. So, and it's a huge place. Like, it's a real, it's just a bit, it's in an industrial park. Yeah, it, it's kind of like those warehouse bays type of place for it, the most part. Like, it's got a little office and then it's mainly like a yeah. garage bays type. Oh, yeah, but it's a huge bay, though. Like, yeah. it's huge. It'll be, it's definitely big enough. Like, we will, if we will not be able to outgrow this space. Right. 
If I mean, if we outgrew this space, then we have all the cleaning jobs. And they got it for a great deal, I understand. Yeah, right? yeah it was a good deal. No, yeah. it was a real good deal, that, especially right now. Like, you know. I mean, oh, yeah, that's that's one of the upsides. I mean, if you need retail space right now, it's <laughs> it's cheap. Yeah, just any kind of storage space right now, you can, you know, you can, you know, get yeah, it at a good because price. Only about 20% of businesses uh, have paid their uh, rent payments in the past couple of months. Wow, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, this is. At least retail. Yeah. That, that's they what gotta, the story is in retail. They, you know, they, the, more, the longer they keep this going, the more damage they're causing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have to undo all these things right now. They can't. It's too late. The damage is done. Well, here's the thing, though. I understand that the damage is done, but you can. You can stop continuing the damage, though. Well, no. Because it is getting worse and worse and worse. It's. I think we're probably at the point where it's as bad as it technically can get. I mean, <laughs> they've already printed the money. You know what I'm saying? They're just going to keep printing the money. Um, they're probably going to pass this uh, $2,000 a month for every American thing for the <sighs> next six months, which is great. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> Bring it on, man! I'm I I can't wait to cash those checks. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Well, I will say this though: last month was probably a re- it's the weird thing is that when you talk about like the global pandemic and all the stuff's going wrong, and you know there are people out of work for for you know the entire month. I worked more days last month than I have in a long time. Yeah, like more hours, maybe. I well, should of say. course, with what you're doing. Uber oh, Eats, yeah. Like, yeah. but we were doing I was doing it all the time and I was making tons. I mean, not tons of money, but I was making, you know, pretty good money doing that. Right. It's it's it's, it's slowed down a little bit um, this week. But um, man, just crazy times, man. You could find ways to make money during pandemics and during all these bad times. Oh, man. yeah. I've actually been doing fine the whole time. Danielle sold last week, I think, 15 new clients. Yeah. 15 yeah. new ones. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. No. And that, that's commercial, what, re- residential. Residential, all of them. All no, 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 not all of them. One commercial, I think, but the rest yeah. of them residential. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's good to see. It, it's like I'm very angry right now at the government and at the media. And it, it like even when I was going out. So I went out to Publix uh, like two days ago. The amount of people wearing masks have gone up tremendously, though. Now, I don't even know if it's the number of people wearing masks, but maybe the number of people out has gone up. But all those people that are out now are all wearing masks. Really? Where were you? Publix. Okay. Because I was at Lowe's yesterday, and I would say there was a slight increase in the number of people wearing masks. Really? Yeah. Than there had been in the prior couple of weeks. Wow. I've yeah. seen a major increase. I, it, at certain points, everyone around me was wearing a mask, and I wasn't wearing a mask. Oh. Well, here's- I don't feel like anybody judged me, though. Here's no, I, I don't feel like that either. Uh, here's the funny thing that I found is about fifty percent of the people who were wearing masks were wearing it below their nose. <laughs> I do see some. They, I didn't see them all, but I have seen some. They that were do that. they were wearing it just over their mouths, not over their nose. I wish they would know that that does nothing for them. And hold yeah. on. And how about the people that are all wearing like the name brand, not name brand, but like uh, lo- company logo ones? Like if you go to Applebee's, they have an Applebee's one. <laughs> well, branding, man. <laughs> they're, they're branding. They're branding the crap out of these things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the right image, though, for your company. <laughs> you know, put your your company logo on a on a mask that reminds everyone that there's a, uh, you know, pandemic and it's the end of the world. I just I think it's who knows. Look, I hold on. So in, in like I go to Applebee's a lot for pickups because I have an Applebee's by my house. Oh, OK. And I was going to say, why? 
because that's why I was. Yeah, now I understand why. (laughs) So when I went to the Applebee's, though, uh, I walked inside to the place where I normally have to go pick up the food at. I took one step more than just walking inside, and there was a manager there, and he was all kinds of bent out of shape. He's like, "Oh no, no, you can't go that far. You can't go that far. You can only stand where this dot is right here." (laughs) Every Uh, time I hear something like that, I hear in my mind, "Go away, I'm baiting." <laughs> I like money. I like money. <laughs> but it's got electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. We're there, man. We're getting there a lot quicker we're than there. I thought we were gonna get there, man. We're getting there a lot quicker. The only question is what comes after. Yeah. I don't know, man. God, I hope I just uh it's so sad. Give me two thousand dollars a month though. <laughs> I, I guess so. Just bring it on. <laughs> take take what you can get. Like they're just, that's what they're gonna do. They're just gonna keep printing money. I you think what do you think the odds are of that passing, by the way? I think it's probably pretty high. You think that they're going to do $2,000 a month per person for like six months from six months after it's all over? I think the general consensus is, fuck it, let's just print money. You know, <sighs> the Fed's there. I mean, look, the Fed has already increased their balance sheets to $7 trillion. $7 trillion. Yeah, but how much money The Fed it- is buying corporate debt now. So they're literally printing money to buy corporate debt. I mean, <laughs> and the the rules say the Fed can't do that, so they're doing it through a third party. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's just it's it's absolute insanity. They're so yeah, they'll just print money. Here's what'll happen. Okay, uh, they'll pass the bill, which is going to cost. Uh, what's the math on that? Um, I don't know. What is the math on that? <laughs> I haven't even run the numbers on that. But $2,000 per person per month, uh, three, It's they say it's roughly 90% of the population will be getting the check. So about $300 million. So that's $6 trillion per month, right? Is that $6 trillion per month? Times, and they're talking about doing it for six months. So that's $36 trillion, if I'm not mistaken. Unless I got a zero in the wrong place. 2,000. All right, so 250 million people. Right. $2,000 a month. Right. That is $500 billion a month. That's 250 million people. So 250 million people, $2,000 a month. That's $500 billion a month. So that's a trillion dollars for every two months. Okay, so it's only $3 trillion. I was off by... uh uh, no, no, no. By an order that's of six months after it's all over with. So right now, that's probably a year's. That's going to be six trillion dollars because okay. they're going to do it for a year. Oh I mean, yeah, then they're definitely going to do it. Uh, th- that will. Th- I guarantee. You, if it's only <laughs> if it's only, if six, it's only trillion? six trillion dollars, they're definitely going to do it. <sighs> yeah, because uh, seriously, the 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 debt's going to be the the national debt here is going to be at thirty trillion dollars in no time. Um. So what's another six trillion? You know, and what's going to happen is the Fed is just going to print money to buy treasury bills. That's what they do. So the the Fed will buy up all the debt by printing money. I, it's it. You know, this is this is literally the exact same thing that happened in the Weimar Republic. Literally the exact same thing happened in Zimbabwe. You know, the only difference is the entire world's going to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. So this is everybody now. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a weird thing. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. There could be a, who knows? We could end up in a deflationary cycle. I, I it's just all I know. There's is, so many variables. I, I just can't predict it. All I know is it's not going to be fun. 
All I know is this. I want to work as hard as possible to make as much money as I possibly can. That's what I want to do. I want to make all the money. I just want Thunderdome. <laughs> I want a scenario where we can, you know how I was talking about one third of the people get it and two thirds don't. Yeah. I want a scenario where those two thirds, you know, have to go through a little Darwinism. <laughs> those those two thirds get to contend with natural selection. That's what I'm looking forward to. It's just so sad what's going <laughs> let's, on right now. You know, I'm on board with Bill Gates right now. Let's Let's get the vaccines going. Get the vaccines. Yeah, let's out. put something in those vaccines for the stupid people. Oh. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh my god! <laughs> what, what, what can we put in there? Hey, hey, Bill, I'm. I got your back, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, and for those people that are in the private screening room, I did put a question up this week about what did you want more in the second hour? Uh, and so far, personal stories are winning. And one person did say more news too, though. Yeah, so, I, I'm. I I said hookers and blow. You did say hookers and blow. Nobody picked rock trivia, by the way. I don't think our rock trivia game worked as well as. Uh, no, no, I I don't think that was the hit that uh, I thought it was. Yeah. I, I I personally still enjoy it, and we may do it uh, again because oh fuck you, listeners. I don't care what you think. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about what I want. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's uh, my show. Damn it. Exactly. So hour number two is going to be a very interesting hour, though. Um, we are going to be discussing uh, the government response to buy off. So we're going to do a little bit of that talking about the hospitals uh, being empties where all the heart attack and strokes are. We already went into the pandemic part. Um, we are also going to bring up the Adrian's uh, Adri QAnon's rabbit hole uh, new theory. The, what the fuck are you talking about? man? It's the Homeland Security biometrics thing. Oh, that's why you've got to throw QAnon in there. Yeah, just because you know you you folks realize QAnon is a troll job, right? Well, hey, look, man. You know, let's you know, let's hey, save it for the second hour. I, you know what? We're going to be for the second hour. Well, we're not talking about the main thing that we're doing in the second hour, and that's getting high. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Live on the air, folks. Oh, and also in hypothetically the, in the second hour, we are going. I'm going to be talking about ledges clothes and how. Oh yeah, and yeah. how you can look at a person's clothes that was a rock jock. And really, it kind of says it all. Scott like, Ledger, by Scott the way. Scott Ledger, yeah. yeah. So that's a, it's going to be a great story, by the way. So I'm really looking forward to that story. Um, I'm even more looking forward to the fact that Adrian needs to start doing the music, and he hasn't actually done the music yet. As a matter of fact, he's not even ready to do the music right now. Uh, um, dude, so, I am totally ready to do the music right you're now. You're not ready to do any but music But you're closing the show too early. Why? What, what's the, what time? We're you're only, not giving me any time. We're, we're only at 58, man. So. Oh, my God. Are you kidding I, me? You, you know are what? you kidding me? I'm, I'm doing this at the perfect time right now. It is not they the perfect time. The absolute perfect time. You are 90 seconds oh, early you're on calling no, 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 for no, the not music. At all. Not at no. all. No, no, you all. don't get to call for the music 90 seconds early. You get to call for it right now when it's supposed to be playing. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. For all the subscribers, we will see you on the other side in a more elevated state. Yeah, it's going to be a good to time. Be sure to tune on. You're tune listening in. to Unattended Baggage. You didn't, you didn't plug the show. <laughs>